Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we have a special guest named Kimberly Barker, and she resides in Buffalo in the great state of New York. And she's got a really interesting story. Uh, she's an entrepreneur herself, a very, very cool path. And we're going to let her tell her story and share her story with everybody, as well as her really successful brand new Airbnb listing. So without further ado, Kimberly, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. It's fun to be here. So glad to meet everybody. Yeah, we're very excited to have you too. Now, before I want to hear your story because I know you have a great one. Before we start with, in with your story, I just want to read something from Kimberly's website. And it's KimberlyBarkerNightingdale.com. It's long, but we're going to give you guys the link, of course, in the show notes. But let me just read a quote, which I thought was really cool. All right, so here's essentially where it's kind of like her mission statement in, in, in a way. So this is just a piece of it. Together, we will bring you to that place where you will simply know you can look better than ever before, where you believe that you can be anything you want to be and you can have anything you want to have. And I thought that was really cool. Okay, so Kimberly, why don't you tell us about yourself? Give us your story, your background, everything. Okay, well... Um, so currently I'm an executive in healthcare by day and I am a writer and an entrepreneur, uh, by night, I guess you could say. So I, uh, I've been an executive in healthcare for almost 20 years and, um, several years ago I had the inspiration and the, um, and a passion to, write novels and to start my own businesses because I decided that I make a ton of money for a lot of other people. And I said, you know what, I can take all the skills that I have and that I've learned and make a lot of money for myself. And I really had a passion for writing and wanted to try my hand at writing romantic fiction. So I have um, started on the path of both of those dreams and I finished my first novel and it is in the editing process uh, to be published this year. I'm working on my second novel as we speak. And I have several different um, businesses that I have uh, started. One of them is a wardrobe stylist. Um, the other one is a life coach, which I absolutely love, love, love. And the other one is I do some interior design work for people. So... Um, and the most recent and the most wonderful and um, heartfelt and soul-fulfilling one is my, um, my listing on Airbnb that I can't even tell you how much I absolutely love um, hosting people in my house. It's been over a year now. I started May of last year, 
It's been wildly successful um, on so many fronts. The first week I started, my mother was in the hospital and nearly died uh, a couple of times while I was doing this. And I just persevered because I just loved the people I was meeting from all over the planet. Um, I've had people in my house from Russia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia, Germany, Denmark, um, as well as the U.S. Um, so I just persevered through that. My mom is healthy and happy and um, I have continued on with my Airbnb and it's been so successful that I was compelled to open a second room not three weeks ago, which I am booked almost daily with both of them. Um, so I made the decision two weeks ago to give my notice in my corporate position as a healthcare executive as of October 31st. And I will be focusing all of my efforts on um, my writing, my Airbnb hosting, and um, consulting and life coaching and bringing the world the knowledge that I have of all those things. So that's my story in a nutshell. Very cool. The It's so interesting because it sounds like you obviously have a lot of different passions. And I'm just curious to know, and I, I want to, we're going to come back to your Airbnb listing. I just want to uh, talk a little bit more about all these passions you have. So as you were working as an executive, how did you, because I imagine you must have had the urge or the inclination to write, especially the nonfiction, I mean, sorry, the fiction romance. What what happened on a daily basis that you said, okay, well, not today or Right, like how, what what was going on in your mind during those during that period? Well, so there was a the way the way I started writing. Um, I actually was um, running a a startup business for a local health plan. So I grew that business to um, a little pea pod and grew it to a regional business, and then I began to look for. Um, partner, international and national partners for the business. And as often happens, the partnership discussions led into an acquisition discussions. And I found myself for the first time um, not working. So um, in the corporate position, and I said, you know what, I'm going to write a novel, which is what I wanted to do. So I started writing. And then what happened was I'm like, okay, you know, as mo most authors will tell you, it is not this all of a sudden you get an epiphany and you write for two days straight and you don't eat. That's not really the way it happens most of the time. Most authors find what works for them in a disciplined process. So what I did, um, I set up a focused time frame for myself. And from like nine to two in the morning, I would just write. And I would get up like every half hour, I would go throw a lot of laundry in, and then I would just go back to my writing. And then at two o'clock in the afternoon, I just did whatever I wanted to do. Then when I decided that, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm out of money and the mortgage needs to be paid. <laughs> I went back to corporate America and um, started um, another executive position. And then what I did was I got up every morning at 5.30 and I wrote for an hour or two before I went to work. And then I came home and I, cause my executive career doesn't end at five. So between about eight 30 and 11, I wrote as well until I finished the book. And it took me six years. 
Wow, so, that's that's in, that's very impressive, Kimberly. Thanks, <laughs> um, wow, I'm kind of speechless. Uh, to put in that much effort for for such a long period of time is uh, is definitely uh, yeah. something to be respected. Thank you. Well, I'm mindful of a quote from Julia Cameron, who said, um, "You know, she wrote the book The Artist's Way." And she said, you know what? You just have to show up at the page. There's there's a really cool podcast, by the way. Uh, if you've heard, you know, Tim Ferriss, he wrote The 4-Hour Workweek. I highly recommend you check it out because he often has really accomplished people, but, but a lot of times it's it's authors. And they talk about the process and the creative process, and, and they've talked about writer's block and why it's actually a, a nonsense thing because of exactly what you said. It's really all about... Uh, setting a routine and just going uh, and and yeah so okay awesome really cool I love I love talking about this stuff I have Tim Ferriss's book I've read it it's actually on my bookshelf right next to me <laughs> I was gonna, I was thinking I bet you really has it <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's funny uh, that uh, you know you can kind of it's a certain type of people that read these books and um, you know uh, well well first of all uh, congratulations with, uh, with with finishing the book. That's a, that's a great accomplishment. But um, let's get into the Airbnb business. Uh, my first question would be: How did you get started with Airbnb? How did you hear about it? So you know, one of my other disciplines in my life is when I'm not writing, um, I spend an hour, an hour to an hour and a half in the morning writing what I, what Julia Cameron again calls the morning pages. So I write three freehand pages every day. And then I give my, allow myself study time for my own self-improvement and my own education. So during one of those times in the morning, I was just kind of having some random thoughts, writing, searching the internet, just, you know, like you said, I think like people attract each other. So um, people like Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor and um, Wayne Dyer are some amazing teachers in my life. And I bumped into the site while at one of those morning sessions. And I'm like, what is this? So I started reading about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. I want to do this. <clears throat> and my, my friends, when I decided to do, I was going to do it in 2011. Then I'm like, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm a single woman. I don't know. And then in 2012, I'm like, I'm doing it. That's it. I made a decision, which that's how things start, doesn't it? It's all about a decision. So I made the decision. I cleaned out the room on a Saturday, put the listing up on a Saturday, went to dinner with my girlfriends. I had a booking that night. Wow. That's how I started. That's amazing. And so what, what kind of listing do you have? Is it a full house or is it a, is it a room? or? So it's a full house. I actually live in the house. Um, so it's a room on the first floor of the house. And I also have a second room, as I mentioned. So the two rooms are on the first floor of the house with a bathroom right next to each of the rooms. And the kitchen, the living room, there's a beautiful uh, sunroom the dining room are all um, on that same floor. So it's a perfect opportunity 
for the guests to share all the common space with me because my bedroom, my office, and my bathroom are all on the second floor. So it's a great opportunity for the guests to have privacy. They can use the common areas. We can engage each other in conversation if the guest so desires. And I can also have my private time and they can have theirs as well. So my house is really set up well for this type of scenario. And what's your what's your area like that you live in? So for example, and, and on top of that question, tied into that, is what are the types of people that you find are visiting your area? So there's several reasons why people come here. So they, so they come here to visit Niagara Falls. They come here. My house is situated five minutes from the University of Buffalo, uh, both campuses. They come here for business purposes. A lot of people come here for family weddings and to visit elderly parents. So it's a whole host of reasons, but those are the like the most common ones. I see. And what attracts people to my um, my particular listing is the um, they love the coziness of the pictures and the warmth that it conveys, as well as all the reviews that I've had of people who have stayed here. And people love my chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and I do cook for my guests when time allows. So, and I am, people tell me I'm a really good cook. So um, when time allows on the weekends, typically I will cook for the people in the house as well as myself, because it does give me an opportunity to get to know them and their lives and their stories. And I can tell you that I have had people sitting across the table from each other, from Russia, from the United States, families, mothers, sons, daughters, who have so amazingly enjoyed each other um, in my house, eating my food that I've cooked for them, eating my cookies. And it's just a wonderful experience to see people from the globe coming together in your kitchen, in your dining room, sharing their lives. That's so beautiful. I can tell that this is not only something, this is obviously more of a personal connection type of thing for you, which obviously must make the experience for the guests all that much more special. And just to let our listeners know, so for those of you who aren't familiar with Niagara Falls, it's, and uh, Kimberly, probably you can, you can fill us in more on, on more of the details, but it's an amazing waterfall. I've gone there many a times as a child. My, it's one of my dad's favorite places uh, to go and, and to bring family members. But I believe it is the largest waterfall per, per, per cubic meter or something of water that goes over, right? Uh, I think it's the largest waterfall in the world according to that standard. Is that right? Yes, it is. Um, and it's a beautiful area. There's an American side and a Canadian side. It sort of straddles the border, but it's really cool. So that's awesome. And so you get a you get a mix. It sounds like of tourists and of students and of and of uh, business people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's really cool. And now, when you cook your your meals and your dinners, is it something that you said again when time allows? Is it something that you usually plan out ahead of time or it's just sort of an impromptu thing? It's usually impromptu and it depends on, so if I have a guest that's arriving during the evening hours and I'm home cooking, I will, because it's just who I am, I will offer them some food and we will end up enjoying each other over dinner. Um, if 
what I typically do is I talk to the guests before they come to me and I ask them, do they have any food sensitivities? Are there food allergies? Because I will let them know that I will make them a light breakfast or a full breakfast time depending on their schedule and mine. And so we're already having those discussions before they even walk in the door. Um, and as well as my cookies, I don't want to put peanuts in my cookies if they're allergic, etc. So those conversations occur prior to them even coming. And then we just kind of, based on their schedule and mine, we just say, okay, who's in for breakfast in the morning? And everybody, you know, people will raise their hands or say, you know what, we just have to get on the road. And so we kind of work it out together and it works well. I'm curious, do you charge for breakfast? No, it is included in the price. So, yes, I know I'm generous. <laughs> Sounds but, like you're um, amazing. I kind of want to just come over and stay at your house now. <laughs> Everybody is more than welcome. So I did this as more of an experiment to see, A, how people would like my cooking and my cookies. And I also did it because I wanted um, it's a, it's just an extension of who I am as a person because I love to entertain and I wanted to get to know people and, you know, what better way to get to know people than share food at a table together. Absolutely. So I wanted to do that more for those reasons. And, you know, Buffalo is a lot more people are kind of jumping on the Airbnb bandwagon. So as with anything, it's why are people going to want to come to my house versus somebody else's? because they're going to eat my food. It's right? the cookies. I think it's the it's cookies. cookies. It's cookies. I'm no <laughs> kidding. It is the cookies. Everybody <laughs> talks about them. No, seriously. I, I actually thought that uh, chocolate cookies came come from Buffalo. I think the word has been spreading. <laughs> well, that's good. Maybe more people will come to my house. And, you know, <laughs> the funny thing is there was one woman last year. You know, my mom had been in the hospital so much when my first year of Airbnb and I am the responsible daughter that takes care of my mom. So um, there was one guest I had not been able to make cookies for from a time perspective. And I, and do you know, she gave me that feedback. She said, I want those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so this, year, well, this summer I'm going to, um, I'm going Stop. to ship her my cookies so that you she. Should, uh, you should maybe start a business. Selling those cookies. Yes. I can see a multi-billion dollar company arise from this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not an idea I haven't thought about, Jasper, for sure. So sure, right. just on so, the on the on the note of these cookies, let me just read one of these reviews just to to show all our listeners what exactly what what's going on in the hype. Okay, so Kimberly is the most warm and wonderful lady who consistently goes over and beyond for her guests. Now let me jump to the to the cookie part. The house is immaculate, clean, and comfortable with coffee, delicious homemade cookies, and organic bread on offer. You'll not be disappointed, I assure you, but, um, and, okay, so I will not, and then, hold on, therefore, I, oh, I could not really recommend Kimberly any higher, and I hope we'll stay in touch. Glowing review. And there's tons of these all throughout, just basically saying how, what a great host she is, so that's great. Thank good. You. So uh, I think we can establish that you're doing a pretty good job. Now, <laughs> before you started, did you have any concerns about getting like random people from the internet in your house? Um, I, 
I, I did. I, in fact, I had um, installed two locks on the bathroom door and the, but the guest bedroom door to ensure their privacy. And I also have locks on my upstairs, my bedroom door, and my office too. Um, so just to ensure everybody felt safe and I felt safe. I also have a great network of um, male friends and female friends that are aware that I'm doing this so that um, they know that I have guests in the house at any given time. Um, so when I started this, I just let everybody know that, yes, I, you know, I'm starting to have guests in the house and just if they receive a text from me and we kind of had a secret code, just if, if I ever felt uncomfortable um, because my friends don't live too far from me. Once I got the third or fourth guest coming in the door, I don't, I don't have a concern in the world. And, you know, I've had, I don't even know countless people in my house now that I make it a point to meet every guest that comes to my house. And I work it out such that, um, I do that. And then when I give them the key, it's for me personally. And that gives me an opportunity to really get a sense of the person. Not only do I get a sense of them through email because we, I do engage them in a, in an email exchange prior to them coming and I meet them face to face. So it gives me an opportunity to kind of get a gut feel and to see how they're going to react to my animals because I do have two cats in the house, which I am very visible on my profile about because I want to make sure that people who are allergic are aware. Um, so I don't, I'm not afraid now. And I certainly, after the fourth guest, my fears and concerns of that washed right away. Do you have, and so you said you always like to make a, make a point to get to know your guests or to meet them. Do you, is it, is that always a check-in or do you have an automated check-in process in place? Nope. It's a face-to-face check-in. I meet everybody that comes here. Okay. Awesome. And what about for um, entry in and out of the home? Do you, do you provide keys or do you have a keyless entry system? I provide them keys. Mm-hmm. Now, I, um, I have looked at that keyless entry system. I have not engaged in that yet, but, um, and I do love, love the concept, but they do have keys. And I've been lucky. No one's lost them. <laughs> so... Um, one person who lives in Canada started to take off with one, but I was able to grab her before she actually left. So I haven't had any problems, but I do like the idea and I am investigating the keyless entry system. Cool. So we have a section. We actually just released a video where we talk about a few keyless entry systems. And then we also have a section um, in our book about it, that's going to be coming out on Kindle uh, on August 26th. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a a new section that we just added. But uh, so hopefully you can get some more information there. But we've had a I lot already, of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I already read it. Oh, cool. And I've read the book already. So I bought the book, um, the ebook, and um, what actually kicked my interest in to connect with you guys. So, Kimberly, uh, I'm really interested to hear what you think about the book. So, I wish I would have done it first. 
<laughs> That's what we'd like to hear. <laughs> um, because, you know, I'm a writer, so um, I have a lot of books in my head that are waiting to come out on paper. Um, and I do like the book. I love the fact that you told your story first. So what I did was I skimmed through various sections to just kind of get highlights first. Um, and then I just kind of highlighted some sections that I've, that I felt were of interest to me that were more of like add-ons to what I've already done. Um, so I think we had some commonalities with respect to how we've done things between yourself and myself. Um, and then I also got some, some tips of things that I, I might add as well. Um, but I was happy to see that we're on the same page. Um, with a lot of things. And some of this I've just done on the natural course of the fact that, A, I'm a businesswoman by nature, and B, I just love people and getting to know different people of different cultures. So, like, the hosting aspect is just an expansion of myself. Um, the business part is just an expansion of what I do every day. Um, so I enjoyed the book. I thought the format was very easy to read. And I think it was a great start with just telling your story because I think people learn a lot by hearing other people's stories. Absolutely. So, that's, that's one of the reasons that we started this podcast as well. I would love to hear any advice or, or tips that you have for other Airbnb hosts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, um, I think, you know, the interesting thing is when I started to connect with um, you, Jasper, I, several guests that have come into my house have asked me to help them and coach them on hosting. So I, I, I chuckled to myself because I'm like, this is exactly what Jasper and I had been talking about. Right. And um, so the, the first thing I told people was a, you have to be yourself and B, you have to listen to your guests and really understand how much, if you're going to do what, what I do as far as you're going to live in your house and you're going to rent your rooms and you're going to, you know, the actual guest is going to see you and you really have to be in tune to your guests and understand how much they want to engage with you and how much they just want their private space. By the nature of the fact that I meet everybody and I'm a people person, I can immediately tell how it's going to go as far as the, the level of engagement. And um, you can also tell by, you know, and flesh that out by the reasons people are coming to your house to begin with. So, for example, I had somebody who came here who was studying for the bar exam because New York State's bar exam is one of the toughest in the country along with California. So there's several people who have come to my house to study for the bar. So they want quiet. They don't want to engage with you a whole lot. They just want to be in their room. They want Wi-Fi. They want to go running and that's it. They want a cup of coffee, maybe some food and they're done, right? They don't want to be in long conversations with you. So I respect that. And I just kind of do my thing and let them do their thing. And we go on our way. Now, there are other guests 
like I had a mother and her daughter who were here for a bowling tournament for the young girl. They were with me for almost a week. We had a ball together. We played games at night together, shared popcorn, watched movies, had a lot of laughs. I, you know, I was with them and spent time with them every week or every day, excuse me, of the week. So again, it's just, you have to feel out your guests and understand what their needs are. That's really cool. I, I can relate with the bar exam story. I actually took the California bar and that was one of the, one of the most stressful periods of my life. And I definitely appreciated quiet study time during that that period. Uh, so I know that the people aspect of meeting people has been a huge part of your experience, but I'd love to just hear you talk a little bit about the financial impact. So what has renting out your place on Airbnb, what has that enabled you to do as far as in a, in a financial sense? So, oh my God, it's been wonderful. So I had a fire in my house seven years ago and had a number of expenses as a result of that fire that um, had incurred. And I had been looking at a number of ways to just kind of pay those off and um, kind of make sure and pay them off quickly. So I thought, wow, this is a great idea. This is going to blend everything I love. I, I love my house. I love spending time in my house. I love people, different cultures, entertaining, and I'm going to get money to help pay off these renovation expenses. So, and that is exactly what has happened. So I've used the money basically to pay off those renovation expenses. Um, and it's been extremely helpful. That's fantastic. Kimberly, it has been a real pleasure to hear your story. You're obviously a very passionate host and a really good one at that. And it's terrific that you've gotten to spread the word and give some advice to people. So again, guys, this is Kimberly Barker. She is an author, a life coach, doing all these cool things. Kimberly, go ahead and plug your website as well as if if you have a title for your book. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear that as well. Oh, thank you so much. So my website is uh, com, and it's long. I apologize for that, but it's um, Nightingale, just like the bird, um, and it's Kimberly with L-E-Y, because people oftentimes spell it wrong, and the book is called The Miracle of a Broken Heart, um, so I would love it if people would read the first chapter, which is on my website. Um, and if people want to be um, first out to test the book and, and read it, I'd be happy to um, send it to them so and share the, uh, the book with anybody who'd like to read it. So thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate this. It's been such fun. Yes, it has been it has been super fun for us as well. And if we do plan another family trip to the falls, I will definitely be pinging you for sure. Oh, Peace. Oh, Jasper, good to meet you. <laughs> it's great. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show, Kimberly. It's, uh, it's been a real pleasure to have you on. 
Oh, it's been fun. Thank you. Nice to meet both of you. Have a great day. You too. And guys, all this information can be found in our show notes. Those You can get our show notes at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. And to get more information about how to be an excellent Airbnb host, you can download the first three chapters of our book at www.getpaidforyourpad.com. And one of the quick announcements... Our book will be launched on Kindle August 26th, all right? So Get Paid for Your Pad will be on Kindle August 26th. And if you get up there on the 26th, you'll be able to get a copy of our book for free. All right, guys, another episode in the books. Kimberly, thanks again. And we'll see you guys next time every Monday and Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye. Get paid for your pad. Get Paid for your pet, get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet.